Hi there, and welcome to this episode of the Everyday Millionaire Mindset Matters podcast, where I'm joined by my wife, Stephanie Hanlon Francie. In these episodes, Stephanie and I will unpack the different aspects of what we refer to as Mindset Matters. We believe that today, more than any time before, we're living through the most impactful events in history, changes in the world that are leading to rising confusion, uncertainty, and ultimately fear. For those who are awake, your view of your world is the filter for how you will experience the evolution and changing dynamics of it. Whether it's the growing social and political divisiveness, the need to pivot in business or career, or shifting family dynamics, very few know how to deal with or manage what is unfolding before them. Whatever you're experiencing in your world, Stephanie and I have deeper conversations about mental, emotional, and spiritual health that provide a context for the living that we hope inspires you to ask different questions and has you check in to ask yourself the hard questions. Like, is the path you're on the best path for your journey? Are you still clear on your intended destination or has it changed? Our vision is to provide you ideas and tools that you can apply in your life that you can use to take steps in your evolution of being your greatest self and living your best life. Listen then, enjoy. Hi there, and welcome to the Everyday Millionaire Mindset Matters podcast. Stephanie, welcome. Hey, hon. So a quick ask of our listeners, please like, share, comment on our Facebook page or YouTube, whatever you're happening to listen it on. We've just recently lost the ch- launched the channel, so we're trying to uh, grow that channel. That's our intention. So away we go. Got some things to talk about. We do. And this one's an interesting topic. This one uh, is, I find, uh, links a couple of our podcasts. So hopefully our listeners are are following along. (laughs) Hopefully they are. So this one is about being offended. And it's a topic that we've kind of kicked around in conversations before. And it was really stems from this place of how easily people seem to be offended these days. And maybe it's just because we're more aware of it. But I do know this, that over the past three years, which is a lot of where our conversations go, because there's been so many changes in just culture and society and what is happening in the world. And I noticed the other day I was on stage, I was talking to a group of real estate investors and realtors as well. But I found myself having to be guarded on stage of what I said. So it is difficult, I find, that we have to be really aware that are we using pronouns? Are we talking and saying, uh, you know, I even get stuck going, okay, do I refer to a group of women as ladies or are they a group of women? I've learned that never call them girls, but there's then, of course, then there's a whole he, she, I don't even know what all the pronouns are. But a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. And I guess my point is, is that I found on stage that it was all of a sudden being guarded and it really kind of got in my way a little bit. Now, I didn't trip over it. But I know that my brain was activated while speaking that, and it went down a path that it wouldn't normally. Because why? Because I don't want to offend people. But I don't know what offends people anymore. And I'm sure that I'm not the only one in that spot. Now, I'm just an old guy that's trying to figure stuff out. But at the end of the day, what's your thoughts? Well, you know, to to be fair, I mean, it's been around for a long time in the last little while. And getting on stage and saying, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, 
could potentially offend people. And I think if we bring it to their attention or, or bring it to the attention that my intention is to never offend. I'm going to speak my truth. I'm going to speak what I need to come here to talk about. So hopefully you will be inspired to do something maybe you wouldn't have done before you heard me speak. But if you're going to leave the room or be offended because I, I said, hello, ladies and gentlemen, then I'm not the speaker for you. So I think what I would like to get out of today is the conversation around where are we responsible in the receiving of the information? Where are we responsible to let people know that we are offended or not offended? And can we come in with a presupposition especially after all of what's gone on the last three years, watching social media, watching people just tear each other to shreds because somebody offended them and called them the wrong name or like there's words right now, regenderized or all these, there's words <laughs> right now. Totally. I'm out of touch. Yeah I'm, yeah. I'm totally out of touch. I guess the, the thing around it is that when we get into the world of, you know, this, phrase, I'm offended. We don't know sometimes that we're offending people. There is a, another side to this that in the context of Mindset Matters is really elevating to come to a place where, why are you offended? Are you offended? What offends you these days? And, you know, what we've come to realize in all of this, and even prior to all of the changes that have happened, is, you know, where pe people would easily get offended by certain things. Now, if you live into an ideology or ideology. I'm not even sure how to pronounce that word. I hope I don't offend anybody. Joking. But the point is, is that if you live into that ideology, then you could be, or a ideology, then it's probably easier to offend you than if you don't kind of have that same ideology. What's your thoughts? Well, I think right, you know, right off the top, I think with this conversation, I think we are going to potentially offend people. Because if we are talking about being offended or being offensive, then we're going to have to dig into some topics that maybe aren't going to be super comfortable. So we bring in the conversation of self-awareness. Like, do I know myself? What offends me? And if I know where somebody is coming from and their intention, do I then give them the benefit of the doubt initially? Or do I get my backup right away and fight? We're so, so conditioned right now to take sides and to be on the defensive so that immediately we go on the offensive as somebody's hurt us or pissed us off or said something even inadvertently. And that's really what I'd like to dig into today. When it's inadvertent, somebody doesn't know they've done it. Where's the grace? You know, where's the moment of saying, you know what, all this is quite new. We only now just have to put our pronouns on our signatures. So in this case, I apologize. And then have the apology or that conversation be respected. Well, there's something that has to let's link back to, you know, a recent Mindset Matters podcast that we did was around the four agreements. And in the four agreements is don't take things personally. Take nothing personally. Take nothing personally. That's part of the four agreements. You're right. So the point is this. If we take nothing personally, it's very difficult to be offended. Now, the question here is, you know, what's the point of all this? You know, for me, it's really looking at where do we have energy leaks? Where are we put out by somebody, a friend, a non-friend, an acquaintance, a, you know, somebody walking down the street? I can be offended, for example. And I don't know how, I don't think I get offended that easily. I'm, I'm hard to offend because I just don't take stuff personally. And quite frankly, your opinion of me doesn't really matter so much. So it's hard for me to feel offended? Like it's a, it's an interesting word when you really start to unpack it. Well, when you think about it too, what you're, to your point is that you've also done a lot of personal work. I've done some enough personal work to know that 
if I'm being offended, there's something in me that's being triggered, something in me that I haven't looked at. So if I'm upset or if I'm offended by something you've said or something that somebody else has said or done, I need to look at myself first and go, okay, where am I not 100% aware of my blind spot or why this is offending me? Because the truth is in the world of psychology, I don't want to unpack that too much, but there's something called transference. And if we're being triggered or we're pissed off at someone I used to, you know, just to, let me digress for a moment. I remember when I first started speaking and coaching, I would walk into a room and I knew that I would piss off at least 50% of the people simply because I walked in the room. And I didn't understand back then about transference. I didn't understand that uh, uh, back then about, about offending people just with my energy and how I was occurring. If I was coming across too confident, then they thought I was arrogant. If I was coming across really humble, they thought I was, you know, fake meek. So there was things that I didn't understand that was going on for people. And as I started to ask questions, say, okay, what is it about me that offends you? And, you know, at the time people couldn't identify it. There was just a feeling. They just didn't like me. And I'm like, ah, okay, that's interesting. And, you know, for you, you have way, way, your, your likability factor is way higher than mine. And when you walk into a room, most people feel really grounded and feel safe. Until you got the feedback that one time is that you were curtain abrupt. <laughs> but in my experience, you're not curtain abrupt. So what is it if we step back for a second and go, maybe this is a thing for a lot of people, especially if you're putting yourself out there to be judged like I, we do with this podcast or we do um, in the world of business on stage at, you know, on the world class sports arena field. We're putting ourselves out there and we're going to be judged. If I take that judgment and get offended by it, what happens is that I don't grow. I don't find out what I'm needing to learn and it gets in the way of me living my best life. It's an excuse. And I call that when you're looking at yourself so intently and you're so all into what it is that you need and you feel, I call that navel gazing. And when I find myself navel gazing, I know I'm not moving my life forward. So it's interesting though. So let's kind of dig a little bit deeper in this. Now is my sense of it, what I seem to be seeing on social media and or not, I don't, I'm not surrounded by people that get offended. So I, I can't say that I well, have. they're confident in what they're doing. Yeah. And they have a purpose maybe. They have a bigger purpose than worried about what people think about what they're wearing. So the question is, is that if you're listening to this podcast, the question really is, are you noticing that you're being offended because you're, you have a, a particular idealism around something and you're finding things offensive? Maybe not. You know, we talk often about just how divisive and polarizing we find this kind of emerging society that we're living into, given what's happening politically on the geopolitical macro scale. We're hearing more east, west. You know, that divisiveness continues to happen on a big, big scale. And, you know, we're then at the effect of those who think, World Economic Forum is bad news, then we're at the effect of those who say, well, no, the World Economic Forum is just out for the better people. There's a divisive view of the world. But if you're, and I'm using World Economic Forum as an example, because it's one of those dividing things right now. And yeah, there's people that think it's a conspiracy theory. And so then at right. that third, how dare you talk about the World Economic Forum? That's its conspiracy theory. Well, exactly. So, but the the term offensive. So, if we elevate, if the if the name of our game is to elevate ourselves, to be above that 
minutiae, that clutter, that vibration of energy leak, then we have to have an awareness around it that is really asking ourselves, if you're feeling offended, what about it is offending you and why does it matter? What is it? Like I can look at politics and I certainly don't make it a secret that I think our federal government is incompetent. And I say that publicly on a regular basis. It infuriates me. Now, and I'm sure they're offended by you, hon. Yeah, they care. But the point is, is that am I being offended or am I just pissed off because I don't believe that our politicians who are elected officials are representing me or representing our country in the best interest of the people of the country. Now, that becomes a big debate, I guess, but am I offended or am I just annoyed or really infuriated by that? So if I'm Great infuriated question. by something, am I being offended? I don't know the answer to that question, to be honest I don't with know. you. I'd like to listen back that a little bit because I can see you get wrapped, you know, they call it fired up frenzy. You know, you're so much fun when you get fired up because what it is, is also stirs up the emotionality, but you don't come at it in a way that is offensive. And I think when I hear you react to certain things that go against your values or go against, like when I, if I hear Trudeau say, I speak for all Canadians one more time, I will nice. be, I, I, and I am, because he does not speak for me. <laughs> no, he sure doesn't. <laughs> And that, you know, talking about public health, well, you know what, that offends me because there is no public health without individual health. So what they're doing is they're whitewashing things and then creating this divisiveness so that if I do say something, the person that I'm speaking to, if they disagree, here's the thing, or they don't have the same information I have and I don't have the same information they have, then they could be, a, the, that offensiveness is what creates the polarity. And that's what I believe is being really um, supported and the and the fuels being thrown on the fire to separate us around that. So I am offended and I'm offended by this and I'm offended by your hair and I'm offended that you cut me off and I'm offended by you didn't use my pronoun and I'm offended, 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 offended. Okay, great. Go be offended. But to your point, you having an opinion or being pissed off by the political climate and it not, you know, understandable right now, every single country in the world is socialist. That our countries are not designed to have people live their best lives. It's about being your best mediocre life. So that opinion can really create a spark in people because if they're not aware of how we're being dumbed down and how they're not aware that there, there may be an effect on our mental, um, physical, spiritual, emotional, socioeconomic health, then they will defend to the death what they think they know and they can be offended and shut down the conversation versus going, hmm, do I need to be right about this? Do I need, or or you know what? I know Stephanie doesn't speak out of turn and out of not having researched, et cetera. Patrick's a little more fiery. Uh, <laughs> but ultimately, I think we have to be able to understand how we're occurring to other people. And that's the only place we can take responsibility. Like I said, I can walk in a room and piss 50% of them off just by smiling and not know why, but I can't take that personally because my 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 commitment or my vision or what it is that I'm there to share is more important than whether you like me or not. So in the in the politicians' case, ultimately they don't care if we like them either. Well, I think it goes back to one fundamental that we continue to have this kind of conversation, which is it's a values-based conversation always. So in other words, if we're 
living our values and the people around us are living values. Where we get offended is when people don't live our values and we make others wrong for that. So this is the fundamental challenge. Now, you and I, we don't get offended easily. Having said that, part of that is because we're aware of where emotionally we're connected or disconnected. We're aware of what others are saying and realizing, of course, that if I don't take that personally, it has no power over me. I'm not giving it any energy. And the fundamental is, is that we have our values. We try and be as authentic as we know how to be or yeah, I think that's about all we can do is live our values. But ultimately, there are those individuals that they don't have that same level of awareness. So they can get really kind of, I'll use the term, fired up. They could be in a charge because we've said or done something that isn't in their values. Or they disagree with for whatever reason. They may not know it's a values-based conversation. No, they, they rarely do. People rarely understand values. I mean, we've done this work long enough and researched it long enough to understand that very few people even are aware of their values. They have some vague understanding at it at the highest level. But I think if you know we, we continue to do uh, this work, this body of work around understanding our values and learning about our values and living into our values and being authentic, but most people aren't having that conversation. It's why when or we're plating it with their ethics or their morals or what society is saying is right. Like if we look at what society is saying is right now in the late 2020s, early 2020s, compared to what it was in the 50s, 60s, 70s, the values have completely changed. And the morality and the the hierarchy of, of how people have lived their lives maybe hasn't evolved either. So when you're comparing values to morals and ethics, I think that's what also can create that divisiveness and and that whole, um, I'm offended. You just said something and that offends my religion or that offends how I was raised or you are offending me because dot, dot, dot. And that's always where the confusion lies with Medi is the difference between values and morals, you know, and, you know, as a, you know, all I, all I have to say is that what we become aware of is that if we're not living into somebody else's values, generally, they're not going to like us, they're not going to agree with us. And ultimately, they're easy to offend. And we don't necessarily know that because we don't understand their values. You know, we're being as authentic as we can, like I say. So in example, if we're coaching, if we're speaking, we're living into our values, we're speaking into our values. And some people are going to go, no, I disagree. Some people don't mind what our liberal government is doing. I do. We're not going to agree. That's a political disagreement, but it's also a values-based disagreement because my values don't support that. If you're having a conversation over a dinner party and somebody brings up, you know, their benefits or they what they think is, is going well with the liberal government, you're not offended by it. You want to hear more. And I think that's the key is that we have levels of being offended. Like, do you want to get fired up and, and disagree? Sure. But, you know, human nature doesn't always have to just be react. You know, we talked about re reaction and responsive. You know, if we're just going to react and be aggressive with somebody at a dinner party, then of course, you know, I would give them full props for being offended. But I think what I'd like to invite people to do if they're listening, still listening to us on this podcast, is notice where you are being offended. And if we if we don't have a psychology background and we're not allowed to talk about things that we're not educated in, but we're smart, we have intuition, 
people know how to read. We know that there's more out there that's going on. And if you are only hearing one side of an argument and you're offended by somebody even having a slightly different view of the world, that's about you. And that's what I'm not seeing right now out in the public and in social media. If you have, if I have an opinion that's against something that I saw on social media, or I mean, I don't watch television and when I do, I just want to cry, but I just scroll past it or I delete. I don't have this need to destroy or disseminate or, or, or attack somebody that has a different view of the world. If I want to sit with it, let it marinate, go, hmm, whatever, or I just swipe it and get rid of it. So what's the message here in terms of somebody listening to us have this conversation talking about how do we avoid being offended? How do we not offend somebody? How do we walk this path and walk this line? Do we start to say, you know, I can't help it. If I offend you, I'm sorry, you got work to do. I'm not there. I'm not intentionally trying to offend you. You're obviously at a place that you have an ideology around something that you're passionate about and that you believe everybody needs to live into that passion or into that value. So what's the message here? Do we draw um, our audience's attention to how they are responding? They can only take responsibility for themselves. They can only be accountable for how they react. And so if we're walking around in a space where we're constantly annoyed, pissed off, offended, that's a huge energy leak. It is. And, and, you know, to your point, I think it's really important is that how we perceive other people, if they, if we believe people are intentionally trying to offend us, then basically we are making decisions based on not being offended or making decisions on the fact that we are offended. So look at where it stops in the body around vibrational energy. And I think, you know, in, in our shift program and in Mindset Matters, we talk about a lot about energy and energy leaks and, and what raises the vibration of energy and draws what we want towards us in our life and what lowers it. And I think being um, offended can also lead to so many negative consequences because let's say I inadvertently offend somebody, they don't tell me, and then I don't know why they're not talking to me. I don't understand. So it creates even more confusion, even more divisiveness. So what I would like people to consider is, is if they are being offended, First of all, take responsibility. Why am I being offended? Is it triggering something from my childhood? Did I have some sort of trauma that I haven't dealt with? Am I believing a certain narrative and I'm being challenged on that narrative? Am I afraid to be wrong? You know, or do I need to be a right fighter? That's the other podcast we did recently is that, you know, do you have a high need to be right? And if you do, that's great. Find the, find the knowledge, get the data, do what you need to do to support your your opinion. But if you're fighting to be right, just to be right, because that that's what you believe and you want others to believe and you're going to slap, then there's the opening. There's the opportunity to take personal responsibility and, and look at your own self. And are you able to engage in critical thinking? Do you have the skill of reflection? If somebody has been offensive to you, whether in their speech or in, in how they've acted to you, you know, is there something going on for that person. And that's the whole other, you know, conversation is we never, ever, 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 ever five times know what's going on for someone else. And in really trying times, I think that we're in right now, people are being challenged and and tested and, and there's a lot of hurt and a lot of anger and a lot of, you know, sadness and fear. And I truly believe being offended is rooted in fear. It's rooted in fear. So I would invite people to look at, you know, what are you afraid of? 
And if you're angry, that's also rooted in fear. What are you afraid of? Loss, not being seen, not being heard, change. So I think what this topic brings to me, and and, and if I'm going to you know, look at why I'd be offended by what somebody said or they called me the wrong pronoun. I get the wrong, I get called the wrong name all the time. I'm not offended by that. I'm not, you know, I I don't care. People's perception and how they want to view me is their choice. What I have a problem with is when people are demanding that I speak into their verbiage. I speak into what they believe to be true if I don't agree with it. And that's where I think, you know, if anywhere, that's where I would take a stand. I don't know if I'd be offended, but I would look at it and see, okay, well, how can I still have a relationship in this weird world? Or do I just want to move on and surround myself with people of like mind? Well, I don't think it's just that either, right? Because there's a, I agree with you, but I, I think there's also another side of it because you and I, over the years, we've known people and former friends, <laughs> it's weird how that happens, that have the standard of whatever standard they hold others to. So it could be, you know, it could be as simple as the way somebody, you know, the way the male person delivers mail. It could be the way an Amazon driver backs up the truck. Like it gets so petty, but they can get literally fired up about that. And they're, you know, it is about a standard of performance or a standard that nobody else is aware of, but them that offends them. And it really is quite, interesting to note that it's not just about the people you're surrounded with. It's about what you see going on in your day-to-day life that you can find offensive. Now, if a, if service is poor at a restaurant, are you offended? Or is the service just poor? Is the server coming to you? If the service is bad, it's not about me. Understood. It's maybe just bad. But what I'm saying is, is that what is the offending part? Is it because the service was poor and the server ignored you or didn't live up to a standard that you have. I think all of it is a mental game. There's another side of this that is, I think, needs to be pointed out as well, is if you're being offended by somebody in a conversation or you're finding an individual offensive, you're looking at it through a set of filters. So you're actually not hearing a certain, I guess, message that might be somebody might be trying to get through. So it goes back to what you said earlier, which is around reflection and really thinking about what is offending you. Where is the charge in your body? Where is the, uh, I guess, disease, you know, that you're feeling because of something that is going on, an individual, somebody who you find offensive that, I don't know, maybe you have to be in that world. Maybe it's a somebody you work with, maybe somebody at the office, maybe it's your boss, who knows that you find that individual offensive. You know, it's like somebody who walks by with body order or, or, you know, and somebody finds that offensive. So these are all things that are just interesting, I guess, when we unpack the whole conversation about being offended and just how fragile uh, many seem to be these days in regards to being offended, stating offended, reacting in a to uh, reacting to being offended. You follow what I'm saying? It's an interesting kind of dynamic that we get to in all of it. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I'd like to maybe unpack this a little bit more on another podcast, but I think for this one, what you really say just right now is it brings a home is that notice how if I'm feeling offended, am I actually feeling deeply hurt or I'm upset or something? 
because I also know on the other side that we also know people who will manipulate situations so that they are impressing people or they're not showing who they truly are because they know that who they truly are, you know, isn't authentic or is a little bit manipulative. So we have to also be aware that if we're offended, if we look underneath it, is it because somebody's not being truthful? Is it because they're not being authentic? That to me is one of the biggest things that offends me in my in my pursuit of authenticity, my pursuit of truth, and knowing that nobody's perfect. Me, I'm like so far down the scale of being perfect that I have a ton of room for people to to kind of stumble their way, whether it's in conversations or but if we hold the space that people are truly doing the best they can, and that's the other agreement is that just do the very best you can. And then if I, if that's the truth and I still offend somebody, then that is not about me. That's on them. And I can't take that on. Life is too short. And ultimately if I do, and I, and I try to fix it, sometimes it just, well, not sometimes it just continues to get worse. Okay. I think we've, uh, Offended enough people in this conversation, <laughs> perhaps. But, you know, I think just to wrap it up, when we get to understanding what drives and the emotion around feeling or being offended, the reality of it is that you can't offend anybody if they don't take it is offense. So don't. So in other words, you have to choose to be offended. And you can choose not to be offended by anything that comes at you, but that is a conscious choice. It takes reflection. Uh, that's where the study of stoicism comes in handy sometimes, right? Just to be stoic, let somebody throw something at you that you realize, yeah, that offends me, but not react to it. And I think that's an important part of being offended is are you reacting to it or are you able to harness the emotion that you might feel to kind of filter it? And come through it and go, you know something, I'm not going to take that personally. Uh, I expect and really think that somebody's doing the best they can and their intention wasn't to offend. It's how I'm reading it, because I think most often that's going to be the case. It's true. And if we take every time we feel offended and then we make it the new normal, you know, especially in this world that we're in and the online situations that's happening is that we're, it, we're going to keep ourselves very small. We're going to keep ourselves isolated. And I think we're just not giving the, the grace and the humility and the, and the space. Remember we talked about holding space. How do we hold space for people to figure stuff out? As I'm noticing in certain conversations, as people are waking up to what's going on economically, financially, what's happening on the, with the who and the WEF and all these kind of three-letter whatevers, people are hurt. And, and then we automatically can kick into, oh my gosh, that is so offensive. How dare they? But the truth is, I think we always have to bring it back home and say, okay, I'm offended. I don't want to be offended. I need to do my own work. So let me take and control what I can control. And what I can't control is somebody's opinion of me. And if I've offended you, all I can do is say, I'm sorry, but you need to look at why you were offended. I can't change that. I could only be my best self. And if my best self offends you, we're not, you know, our relationship's not going to go anywhere. Beautiful. And as we wrap it up, what we know is this, that we are navigating a new time and mindset matters. And as we break it down, we begin to understand. Stephanie. Thank you. That was fun. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. If you found value in the podcast, please take the time to rate and review and share with others, share with your friends. As it is my goal to always improve and to provide the highest value for you, the listener, if you have any comments, suggestions, or questions you'd like answered, please email me at ceo at raincanada.com. That's ceo at reincanada.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, Patrick out.